welcome back to another week with Bible Ask, where we answer questions with our wonderful speakers. So we're very excited today because, again, not only are we on video, but we also are on podcast. So anyone listening live, we just want to say hello and um, thank you for joining us today. And I'm so excited because my wonderful friend Katie Elson will be joining us to answer our Bible questions. So I'll give Katie a second to introduce herself and her ministry. Hello, everyone. My name is Katie, as I was just introduced, and a little bit about me. So I work here in Loma Linda in the Med Center um, in the field of psychology, which is super exciting. Um, but I would say my passion in my work is really sharing the gospel through mental health with my patients. And then on top of that, I like to, on my free time, um, not only being outdoors and nature, but really um, share God's word through ministry. And so I'm a part of the wonderful MANA ministry. And MANA ministry is a Friday night Bible study group um, where we share God's word, MANA, God's bread, um, in a special way. And it's online currently with COVID. And so I know there'll be links that you can join us Friday nights. We're having a relationship series and seeing practical advice that God has for us um, through his word. So I'm excited to also be a part of this ministry. So thank you for, for the invitation. Well, Katie, thank you so much. And we're very blessed to have you today. So with that being said, we're excited to jump into our first question. And it comes from Justice. And he asks, what happened on Easter Monday? Yeah, good question, Justice. Um, and, you know, I just want to say, first off, um, all these responses will be from the Bible. And so if you look in the Bible um, for Easter Monday, you won't find it, right? Not only the word Easter, um, but even just asking, was there any sort of event that happened on Monday? And what I love about the Bible is that the Bible is actually very clear as to the events that happened that weekend in the start of the new week. So we see and on Friday that Jesus died. And again, very specific. It talks about how Jesus died at, on Friday at 3 p.m. So you see that the Bible is very intentional about drawing out the different sequence of events throughout that weekend. Then we see then on Sabbath, where after he dies, he rests in the tomb for the full Sabbath. And then Sunday, which we'll focus a little bit more on, um, will a lot of people refer to as Easter Sunday, um, again, very specific. And so I actually just wanted to read or kind of brush up on a couple of verses. Um, you'll notice that Easter Sunday, or as we know, Jesus' resurrection, um, is found in all four Gospels. And that in itself is an observation to be made to know that it's very important. All four Gospels cover this beautiful story of Jesus' resurrection. And not, not every story is included in every Gospel. And so they really wanted to highlight and not only highlight this event, but they were very specific as to when it happened. So quickly, uh, Matthew 28 talks about, it starts off right away saying, after the Sabbath, after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. So you can't get more specific than that. It's not only saying what day, but even the time of day, very specific. Mark 16 then says, when Sabbath was over. So in different language, but still the same time period. And it says very early on the first day of the week. So we get this sense, again, after the Sabbath, the first day, which we know is Sunday, very, very early. Then in Luke 24, we again see the same language on first day of the week, early in the morning. And then in John 20, he kind of adds something. He says early on the first day, while it was still dark. 
So again, all of the different writers really emphasizing the importance of time and what happened on that day. You don't see anywhere in the Bible talking about, and on the second day of the week or on Monday, something happened. And that's because that's because of tradition and culture. So it's, un, it's important for us to understand the difference between what the Bible says, which is what tradition, culture, and holidays that are created. And so according to the Bible, we see that's very clear the events that happened Friday, Jesus died, Sabbath, he rested, and Sunday, he rose very early in the morning. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Katie. And we definitely want to go by what the Bible says. That's the number one source we have for truth. And just like it says in Colossians 2.8, that we need to beware of traditions of men and that we need to just trust in God and his word more than anything else. So I really appreciate that answer. And that actually uh, goes really well into our next question, which is from Judy. And she asks, why were the disciples going to Emmaus? Judy, I absolutely love, love that story. And that story is found in Luke chapter 24. And so following kind of, again, like Tina mentioned, the good sequence of events of Jesus just rose from the, from the dead. Then it goes into this story about the road to Emmaus. And not only do I love that story, but I love that question because it shows to me that, Judy, you are reading your Bible and studying in a way that elicits curiosity and desire to know more. And so, again, I just love that question because it tells me you're reading. And while you were reading, you were curious and saying, well, why the road to Emmaus? Why did they go there? And the Bible, again, the source of our truth, we will look at what, what it tells us. What information does it give us? as to why going to Emmaus or why leaving Jerusalem, a kind of flip version of that same question. And so I'm going to turn my Bible here to Luke chapter 24, and I would encourage anyone joining us to also use their Bible. Um, and this might be a longer response because of the fact that um, some of the answers that we see in the Bible are not directly given immediately. And I think sometimes the purpose of that is God really trying to take us on a journey to see and, and to see the underlying, what I like to think about is like digging for treasure, finding the gold mines beneath the surface. And so this is found in Luke chapter 24. The full story is found in verses 13 um, onward to about verse 35. Um, but for the sake of time, we won't read verse by verse, but I'll just kind of highlight key verses that again, answer this question of why go to Emmaus? And so we'll start in verse 13. It says, Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And so one kind of using some Bible study techniques is we just start observing what the text does tell us. And the text starts off by saying, Now behold, which actually gives us an indication that this is linked to something prior, that this isn't a story that stands alone, that we have to look back on the context. And so rewinding a little bit and looking in our Bibles, we see that the context in chapter 24, verses 1 to 12, tells us again about Jesus' resurrection. And I want to highlight a few verses. So it tells us that Jesus rose, and the women are there, and two angels show up. And they tell the women in verse 6, he is not here, um, but is risen. And the key word here, it says, remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. He, they were telling them, remember his words. Remember that he told you 
that he was going to rise the third day. And verse eight says, and they remembered his words. And because they remembered, they believed that he had risen and they rushed over to tell the others. And the other dis the disciples and the apostles, how did they respond? Verse 11 says, and their words seemed to them like idle tales and they did not believe them. And so we see here that the context to which the road to Emmaus story is picking up is the women believing, but the apostles not believing. The women believed because they remembered his words, but the apostles did not believe. And so now it says, now behold, verse 13 again, two of them, them being part of the apostles, were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus. And so it doesn't exactly say yet why Emmaus, but it does give us the context that they were leaving Jerusalem because they didn't believe what had just happened. There was a great event that just happened in Jerusalem. Very great. Jesus just rose from the dead. But because they didn't believe, it was okay for them to, to leave. They were not interested. They, were not, they did not believe in what just happened. And so they left. Whether or not to go home, some people believe that it's because of them going home after the Passover. Some believe, you know, maybe it's going to, to go visit friends. But what I think is why the Bible doesn't say why they're specifically going, it's more because why they left. They didn't believe. And we see that because as we continue on with the verses, you notice that the Bible emphasizes their disbelief. So let's continue. It says in verse 14 that they talked together, so they're on the road, and they talked together of all these things which had happened, all these things being all the events that happened prior, Jesus dying, Jesus being risen, but them not believing, the women telling them that he had risen. And it says that they were, having, they were talking about these things, and while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. I love this verse, saying that Jesus himself were walking with them, but they didn't know it was Jesus. It says that their eyes were restrained in verse 16 so that they did not know him. And so he's talking with them. I love how Jesus is personal here. He says, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? So they're sad. Why? Because they didn't believe. They just, they saw Jesus die, but they didn't believe that he had risen. So they're sad and, you know, they respond, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? Have you not known the things which happened there in these days? They're kind of asking like, you know, Jesus, they didn't know it was Jesus quite yet, but you know, you didn't know what just happened, these great things. And he said to them, verse 19, what things? And they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, of Nazareth, who was prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people, a prophet, but not necessarily believing him as Messiah that would rise from the dead and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. Again, them believing in his death, but not in his resurrection. Verse 21 is kind of sad. It says, but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. And so again, their disbelief that Jesus was not risen from the dead. And it goes on to say, and then the women came and they told us, right? Yes, and certain women, verse 22, of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. 
And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it was just as the woman had said, but him they did not see. So they believed the story of Jesus not being there, but they didn't believe that he had risen. And out of this whole conversation, what does Jesus respond in verse 25? He says to them, oh, foolish ones, and slow of heart to, key word, believe. Believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Again, coming back to this theme of disbelief. Oh, foolish ones, slow of heart to believe. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, meaning he opened scripture to them, he expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. He gave them a Bible study saying, remember all these things? The same way the angels told the women, do you remember his words? Jesus does the same thing, brings them back to his words, bring, brings them back to scripture so that they could believe. And it says, as he did that, as he gave that Bible study, it says that they drew near to a village where they were going and he indicated that he would have to go further, but they constrained him saying, abide with us, stay with us. There's something in them that drew them to him, even not knowing yet that it was Jesus. And it says that he sat with them, verse 30, I'm kind of jumping forward. He sat at the table with them that he took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Bread often we see in the Bible symbolic for God's word. Um, so we see that he breaks bread again with the theme of a Bible study and their eyes after he broke bread, it says their eyes in verse 31 were opened and they knew him. They knew him and he then vanished. After they knew him, he vanished. But I love this verse 32 and I hope this is our experience. It says, they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he had talked with us on the road? and while he opened the scriptures to us. So these people, these individuals had this personal experience with Jesus where they went from disbelief to having a one-on-one -on -one encounter with Jesus. And it said, did not our heart burn within us? This is a good type of heartburn, right? They just ate bread, but this was not a physical heartburn, but a spiritual heartburn because they longed for Jesus and this truth that comforted them. They were sad, but now they recognize that Jesus truly had risen. And so verse 33, it says, they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 and those who were with them gathered there. And they said, the Lord is risen indeed and, at, and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread, again with the bread. So going back to the question of why the road to Emmaus, what we see here is it's not really about the destination. Often as Christians, we get very focused on the destination because as we know, it's not about the destination. We see that they return, right? Verse 33, they return to Jerusalem. So it wasn't about them going to Emmaus. They were leaving Jerusalem because they didn't believe what had happened. But when they recognized that it was true, they returned to Jerusalem. So that speaks to me that there are Emmauses in my life, places I, I run to because I'm sad, places that I leave because of disbelief, where God wanted to keep them in Jerusalem to proclaim the truth, but they did not yet believe. And so as their journey, as their spiritual walk was, you know, a little shaky, God had to reveal himself through Jesus a personal way so that they could 
have their belief in him be personal through the scriptures, through Bible study, that they had the spiritual experience of their heart burning within them, that then that drew them back to Jerusalem. So it's not about why Emmaus, it's why leave Jerusalem. Why, out of our own disbelief, leave the place that God calls us to and run away to a place where, you know, out of sadness or disbelief we're running to. And so I think, again, not why Emmaus, but what are the mazes are in our lives and what are we running from instead of running to? Amen. That is really a, a very profound and deep answer. I really appreciate that. And I think that's just so beautiful, the whole story of Emmaus um, and the deeper meaning of it. And um, I, I love how Jesus, like you're saying, is giving them a Bible study because that's what draws them back to him and, um, and brings them hope. And, you know, it's just, interesting that Jesus had told them prior uh, back in John chapter 5 39 that you know search the scriptures for they testify of me and had they you know kept those scriptures in mind I wonder if there would have been a road to Emmaus but you know God is so good that he um, he meets us where we're at and he just desires to bring us back to him through his truth and through his love and so we're so thankful, Katie, that you blessed us today with these wonderful Bible answers. And if anyone listening or watching has a Bible question that they would like answered here on this show, uh, please feel free to come to our website at bibleask.org forward slash ask. And just when you put your question in, make sure you check yes. I would like it um, answered on the show and we'll get to hopefully answer it as soon as possible. So we wish you all a blessed day and um, continue to study God's word. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.